Club shit got me stressed out Cause I got a couple things I wanna test out Went away for a year on some school shit Down south back, headed to the west now Now I'm back home, I'm grinding, I'm healthy, I'm blessed though Headed to the city, shoot me 10 for that petrol About to get some tree, only looking for the best though Cause I gotta keep my stress low See I be in the city that you not 28, 90, yeah, and yeah, that's my block Steady talking about all the shit that you got When you and I know that's the shit that you not Art club uh, you ain't never seen me around long. Nigga, you look at the records, nigga. <laughs> I went to elementary. I went to Lindbergh Middle School. Right, and if you know about, fun. you know what I'm saying? If you know about the North Side, you know about Hamilton, you know about Colin Powell, you right. know about fucking Lindbergh. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's for them to be like that, and it's like, mm, okay. And then I look at Vince Staples and see what he did. That nigga didn't stay in Long Beach. He went out to LA. You know what I mean? Even uh, Giveon, he fucked with Dre, who... Pretty much is from LA, right? On the keys and shit like that. And I, I met Giveon through uh, through Dre, because Dre went on tour with him, and I just sat in a session, and that was the first time I ever heard um, Khalid. Uh, what was Locations. It? Locations. So he was doing that um, that cover, and I was just sitting in. I, I thought it was his song, so I was like, "He be killing his cover." <laughs> man, I, I swear to God, I was like, "Nigga, this is you," and then. You know, it wasn't obviously, you know? <laughs> but but the way that they were, you know, going back and forth, it was just like, okay, I see where you're going with it, and you know, then now you see what's happening. But see, niggas outside of LA don't see Long Beach as a separate city from LA. Mm-hmm. They see Long Beach as just like a part yeah, exactly, of LA, exactly. but it's really like it is, but it's not. It ain't, bro. Remember. When we went to the the Revolt Summit, yeah, and Staples was on stage, yeah, and he said when Long Beach niggas go to LA, it felt like we going out of town. It's a fucking yeah. field trip. He, like, it's it's real. Town. he said when he started messing with like Sid and Tyler and them, he was like, y'all some different type of yes. people. Yeah, it's like yeah. a field trip. Because Long Beach is like, like the whole culture. It okay. I put it like this: if you go to LA, you can go to Lamert Park, and that shit is all black. You get what I'm saying? Then you go up to Manchester and fucking Vermont. All black. You go to you go to fucking um, where I stay on Prairie. All black. La Brea. All you know Mexican and black. But if you're in Long Beach, bruh, <laughs> I grew up. I think we were the first gentrified city ever in L.A. Because I grew up with Michaelson, the Asian. I grew up with the Cambodian nigga. I grew up with the hella Cambodian. Hella. I didn't even know Cambodian. Man, man, I'm talking about blasted all over the face, on the head, like. Walking out like that type of camera, 12th Street. You feel it's me? In the Asia, it's like Southeast Asia. Oh, the hard ass, the hard ass fucking Asians. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like there's a little Cambodia in Long Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right off 12th, and then you got you got the camp, the. Uh, Filipinos, which are pretty much black. Filipinos too. <laughs> Samoans too. Samoans. It's just so gentrified that when we. Came out of Long Beach to go to LA. Shit, yeah, you breaking the chair. Going uh, straight to LA, it's like it's like man, we we experienced everything. So going to the I wouldn't even Park, say gentrify. It's like really diverse. Definitely, really diverse. yeah, yeah. Diverse. Certain parts of it, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Certain parts of it are definitely gentrified. Certain parts of Long Beach remind me of certain parts of the Bay. Yeah, that's what I've heard yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's similar to like it's similar to like Oakland, I can say. Yeah, the first time I went to the Bay with you, I was like, this shit kind of reminds me of like specific parts of Long Beach. Yeah, yeah, because they're both port cities, like in, right. in the same way, like that. Uh, that. That makes sense. sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. A lot so. of skate culture and shit like that. So. Yeah, yeah. So LA, you know, I mean, I love LA too. It gets a little, 
I live up the street from um, where you used to stay. Remember, I used to where come you, up live before? you live in Eagleton? Yeah, I'm off LeBrand Century. Bro, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's just wild. And that's I passed that shit. That's where your mom said? Yeah, yeah, I'm right there. Yeah. I'm right there with all the people. Wait, the Century. Okay, okay. Actually, no, bro, you live no, down no, the street from Tiny. Right. Tiny, you can down there walk to Tiny's house from there. Shit. Like, he stays literally next to the freeway. Like, like the street mm. that he stays on is, is like, parallel mm. to the 405. I thought you lived in Compton. He, uh, he just moved to Inglewood probably, like, a year and a half ago. Okay. Yeah, you got a little spot out there. L.A. definitely different. <laughs> it's, wild. It's, different. <laughs> it's different. Would you say you like LA better or is it just different? Uh, I don't like it better for sure, you know, because like it's a lot of bullshit. It's a lot of bullshit. Like uh, my homegirl, she um stayed off 104th and Crenshaw. And let me tell you something. <laughs> that is not where you want to go. If you are, if you grew up like me, no. So I hit the, I, I'm on 104th. It's like a back way that I go to get to this place. And it's like, I feel something. Like it's a tingle in me. I'm like, Spidey senses. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> it's, a, it's 104th Crenshaw. That's like, that's, wouldn't that be closer to like Hawthorne? Uh, not that far. Not, it's forward. not that far, but it's before the green line. Hawthorne, Hawthorne is like 135th. Mm. I used to stay at Hawthorne. Okay. And I was right by the King Henry, you know, it's Crenshaw 135th. So it's okay. a little bit farther away. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Inglewood, that's like the beginning of Inglewood. That's like by Imperial, huh? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, bro, I, I hit the corner and I felt something and I was like, okay, let me take my hat off. So I took my hat off. Right when I hit that corner, it was a nigga just talking to somebody in the street in the car. Old dudes right here and another two females. And I'm walking past them and I just, I put my headphones in, but I didn't have no music playing. And that's all I heard was like, I was like, what's up, blood? And I'm just like, okay. Start walking faster. They're like, get blood. I'm like, what the fuck? I start walking fast. And the dude in the street is like, nah, leave blood alone. Leave blood alone. So they start tucking out my hair dye. And they're like, yeah, leave Charlie Brown alone, blood. Da, da, da. Charlie Brown. So I just oh, light, uh, light draw to the homegirl house. And I told I said, I ain't never coming over here again. I ain't <laughs> it's never. the last time I'm visiting your ass. It's like you forget that that's even like, this is still on that. Man. Man. I was in Compton, I got banged on in Compton. I'm like, how recent is shit? Very recent. I was with my yeah. girl. And it's like I already felt the energy, I already knew, but it's yeah. like, I'm not. Yeah, that's feeling, that's that feeling, that's that feeling. It's a real thing. Yeah. It's <laughs> a real thing, bro. It's, it's crazy because like, we don't even carry that type of energy. With no. Right. right. And it's crazy because right. I've asked somebody, like, I was in Long Beach and got banged on and I, I had enough of it. And I said, they said, where are you from? Leave said, me alone. No, I was, I, just told them, I was like, so I said, my mom, she grew up in Paramount. My dad grew up in Watts. But, you know, we we here around down the street. I said, why, where, where you grow up at? And he's like, uh. He says, oh, I'm some, some from, I forgot where he's from. And I was like, that's cool, that's cool. Nice to meet you, bro, I'm Chris. <laughs> so he's like, both his homies started laughing and he's like, he's like, you think that's funny, cat? And I'm like, I was like, no, you literally stopped me and asked me where I was from. I, didn't, I don't know you. And then his homies was like, shit. So I, he stopped talking, kind of got stuck. So I just put my headphones in and I just walked to the uh, fucking Circle K. I walked out and I saw him, like they were walking the other way. And then in my mind, I was just like, First and foremost, you don't know how to bang nobody. <laughs> in 07, 08, like that was a scary time to be banged. Oh, that's man. crazy. All, all, all <laughs> yeah, that was the same thing yeah. about those spe- that specific era. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the scariest time for a game. 
You damn near had to say you was from another city or something. Yeah, shit. Like, oh, and I'm I didn't from, notice uh, it. Shit, I just came from Texas. Bro. Yeah, they got yeah, I'm, that I'm was my Chicago, thing. <laughs> that was my thing. And my cousin Eric, like he was, you know, he was doing What's what he up, did. Man, basketball. So. Yeah, I'm over the road. I'm a skater, bro. I can't yeah. skate. Man, I got a full ride to college, bro. I ain't got time for all of that, bro. Something, but shit, like it's it's definitely different. Crazy mentality. But the, but you know, it is what it is. People from out of town don't really understand that. I have to make my, my New York homies understand that shit, like, like, Oh, especially coming from New York, they look over here, it's like oh, palm trees bro. everywhere, you be like, this show hood? This yeah, show hood, exactly. My, like, my New York homies like, came, chill, I, <laughs> I know we on the podcast, but I'm going to say his name, because he will laugh at you. Uh, the homie Jordan Lee, you know Jamie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came out here with his videographer and his photographer, mm-hmm. and we was on some music shit. We were scouting for locations, and I stay off of uh, Normandy in 39. So we... Um, yeah, we we ride off of Vermont and King at this little, oh, yeah, at this yeah. little like market. They wanted to get something to drink. They weren't all red. They yeah. don't know like I mean they know. Wait, Jordan had on all red, bro. Like Jordan had on all red. Well, he had on a red shirt, black jeans, and some like red like up tempos or something like that. And um, so as soon as we pull in, I see like a bunch of niggas just looking. I'm just like. They ran it like this fly ass, like all black Tesla. Right. So we already kind of look high profile and they looking. I'm like, fuck, I'm about to mentally prepare myself. So as soon as, as, soon as we mm-hmm. part, see the nigga oh, walking up. Bad. So I'm the only nigga from LA. So I, in my mind, I'm not even going to say nothing to yeah. them. To scare them, I'm going to just handle the situation. Right. So I make sure I get out the car first and just, where are niggas from? But the only person that heard it was me and the driver, mm-hmm. the homie Fresh. He was a videographer. Mm-hmm. Nobody else heard it. So we get out the car and I'm like, we don't need a bang, bro. We don't need a bang. He was like, all right, all right. So we, we walk into the store and I guess Jordan, he didn't hear the dude. <laughs> Bang on it. So he gets out the car by himself with the red, and he's like, "Where you from?" And he just he froze, and he was like, uh, uh, "I'm I'm from I'm from up, up east, bro. Like I'm from New York." And the dude was like, "What part?" He was, like, <laughs> he was like, "Rochester. I'm from Rochester, bro. Like, but his East Coast accent is heavy, so it's like, right. his, cause I'm from I'm from Rochester, bro." And the dude was like, oh, "Okay, bro. My, my my little brother from out there too." And he was like, he was like "Okay, okay, okay." And he ended up dapping the homie up, but like I was like. Like, and people don't think that shit is real. Man, you can't come unescorted. Like, if he would have came yeah, by himself, like, it might have been it's a little different, different situation. You let me know, you know. Right. And shout out to all my Mexicans, and I love my Mexicans. Mm-hmm. I love you guys. But don't do that in no Mexican neighborhood, because that, mm, that I'm not from here probably won't, because they ain't from here either. It's like, you know, I'm El Salvador. He's like, what's good? You know what I mean? So. You know, so all my New York guys, please tap in with somebody from L.A. I'm talking about, please, X, Xavier, I know you from Harlem. And when you, when you come through, please, please, Zev, I know you older and I know you got kids, but my man's. We gotta keep it. We gotta keep bro, it safe. If your homie came out here and they said, "Where you from?" and he said, "Harlem," thirty mm-hmm. oh, 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 oh. oh, yeah. yeah. That would be wrong. Hell no. Straight to Hollywood, yeah. straight to the beach. When you come out here, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah go to the tourist, tourist places. places. Are tourist places for a reason? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Don't be trying to take no pictures in like a place that you saw somebody in the hood take exactly. a picture. Exactly. Like, something you saw a minute to society. Right. I want to see the shit. Yeah. Go to where they painted it at Venice Beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go to the Venice Beach. My brother would not. I swear to God, DJ Alert 
Shout out to Zilla. <laughs> my, my brother would not step out of the car over there. Like, if we pull up over there and there's just niggas outside, he like, y'all can go ahead and take pictures. He's like, I had enough of this. I ain't about to get outside. Because go taking a picture and he got a hat on, LA hat on, whatever. Mm-hmm. He has a look. So mm-hmm. it's just like, he don't even want to take the risk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this yeah. ain't straight out to Ontario. Because life is precious, man. The person who represented that entire area literally was killed right there. Right. So, like, wow. what makes you think that you can't exactly. be killed right there? And that's his like, point. That's his point yeah, right there. It's like, yeah. If they That's kill logical as fuck. Like, right? <laughs> like, if you can't see the logic in that, you just can't see logic. Like, <laughs> like somebody yeah. else is it. But yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's tough out here. But, you know, that's why we all... Do you feel like that's impacted, like, like, your art? Um, definitely, because... Um, because I'm... I'm not a person that's foreign to that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like... Like yeah, I sweet. Yeah, like I'm, I relate to that, and it's like when I was growing up, I, I'm off of Alondra and Burris and Compton too. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm over there. That's where me and my cousin Boo. Shout out to Aunt. That's right by my uncle's house. Right, and we was in the South Side neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, but I wasn't like that. You know what I mean? It was like gunshot under the door. I mean, not under the door, under the low. And seal. that's that's the misconception too that a lot of people have is that most people from that area is like that. But most people that are from that area, they nah. trying to dodge that shit too. Nah. Like hell no, nah. yeah. that shit is not sweet. Cause it's, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's like that's that's really traumatizing. You don't. Mm-hmm. And, and my my brother again, he was like, bro, I didn't understand that until I moved to Ontario. Cause it's like I'm thinking all this stuff is normal, but it's not. So when he does go do a party and shit like that, and he. Like he want to play the uh, the blast shit, and, you know. You know what I'm saying? He want to play some of that, but and, and that's a part of me. I use that in my music. Right. Like I have that West Coast, and it's like you can bang on me, but I ain't no bitch. Like you know what right. I mean? I'm like right. fuck with me, and I, I will dismantle. Because we've all had to throw hands. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Point. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like I'm not about to sit here and fight you with my fist, bro. Like if that's not it. Like I'm gonna take a brick. I'm gonna take something <laughs> to fuck you up. You get what I'm saying? Like I, I'm hey, thinking from my life here. Hey, real shit, Craig and Devo shit. Straight up, So it's like I'm a good person. I give out good energy. Like I love people. I I love like positive. Like people don't really get the gist of this, but just positive shit. At this point in my life, I'm 28. Like yo, that's. Oh, that's like, everything. That's bro. it. That's everything. You know what I'm saying? And people don't get how important that shit is. Like your stress levels, like letting things just flow and all that. It can't. It, that's on Instagram. Like those things are on Instagram posts and all that. But it's deeper than that shit. Mm-hmm. Like go work on that shit because that is is. That's gonna you determine what. Yeah, it exactly. Your experience. Your experience. Man, yes. And your experience is all you got. Yes. Like, every day, like you should be trying to maximize that experience. Right. So, so why, why come into a situation and be fucking pissed off about something? Like, I that's that's what my my family sometimes I just do not get why you are mad. Why are you mad that your your car broke down? It doesn't matter. They might not know. They fought. They They might not know. They're mad and then. And then life persistent with a situation to point to mm-hmm. point my anger at. Right. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. But if you talk to that person, it's always something new. Mm-hmm. It's always something different, but it's the same energy. Right, right. Yeah. exactly. And it's like you look at the common denominator, it's our perception. It's yes. Mentality, it's yes.
screen cracked mm-hmm. and I feel like people get so consumed about these worldly issues that they don't even realize like most of these issues don't even matter mm-hmm. like this they is something don't. that I'm not even going to think about a week mm-hmm. from now because I'm I'm going to probably right. fix the issue or it just wasn't even big enough to yeah. focus on trying to right. fix that shit's going to fix itself anything physical anything that's like that you can touch on this motherfucker is going to fix itself mm-hmm. like you have like that shit is going to fix itself like any situation that I have Say with a female Or some shit like that And they thinking about something And you thinking about it And you feel like Oh my god I'm going through something da, da, da. It's like nigga If you just let that shit go And be like I'm gonna let God handle it Go ahead and make some this music And express like yourself right now, bro. Seriously And yeah. then it, it will literally Like work itself out She'll get it <laughs> You know what I mean? Just like you got or it. Or you'll get it. Or, yes, we get it. Or, or you'll, you'll get or it. Or you'll both get it. Exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. But it will yeah. all work itself out. Or you don't. You don't care no more. Either way. Yeah. And it's not going to work itself out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People, I feel like, and Travis Scott is, is really good for it. That song, Don't Try to Be God, that yeah. motherfucker, yeah. like that, God. stop trying to be God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. stop. And when, and you know what I'm saying. Like, you, you know, we, we know what God is. But in terms of like the, the perception of how people see God, just stop trying to control everything. It goes, it goes down to, it goes down to, I think most people, doesn't matter who it is, any culture, any race, creed, whatever, 
most people don't know what they want, mm-hmm. right? So if you don't really have something that you're striving for that you're trying to get to, mm-hmm. it's so easy to get caught up mm-hmm. in little stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And in fact, it's easier to focus on the little stuff because at least that you feel like you, you're doing yeah. something. Yeah, you control. Yeah, you know control of that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. control of it. Mm-hmm. Now we talk about that. Um, and this is what I wanted to say earlier when we were talking about women, mm-hmm. right? Most of the time, before I was really like focusing really in my bag, doing the things I'm doing now, mm-hmm. I would women were the only, it was the only thing I felt like I had control over. Right. Right. In the, in the sense of like, all right, if I go out, I know I can at least get something. Right. 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 But I'm spending my energy oh, here, my not really knowing or like sitting with the pain <laughs> yeah. of like yeah. not feeling successful. Mm-hmm. But it was easy to do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's and it's, and it's harder to be oh. successful. Like most people are afraid of success. Right, right. Yeah. And they don't get it, and they exactly. don't, and they don't get that. They yes. think it's something else. But it's like, nigga, you really, you really and, it, and I think it has a lot to do with looking in a mirror. It's like yeah. you're, you're scared of that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Once because what it is is the type of control that we're talking about is self control. Self control. Self control is what equals expansion, equals success, equals mm-hmm. all the things that you want that you think you're reaching for on the mm-hmm. outside that you're trying to control. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But if you could just control yourself and how bad you want something, right. exactly. and then put a focus on something and prioritize. How how you want it and all that shit, like yeah, it'll work out. It can easily be yours yep. as long as you don't put that barrier between you and mm-hmm. it. Like and and like you said with, with women, it's crazy. <laughs> Fucking you're recording this, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, hey, we transparent yeah, out yeah. here. Bro. Look, we but the say same, what you gotta say. It's the same true. shit, bro. Like this. Okay, damn. All right. <laughs> Nick trying to paraphrase. Look at him. Look, you notice this is the first time in the conversation he hasn't been had the words for it right, right away. All right, you know what? Fuck it. All right, all right. Fuck yeah, it. man. So, fuck it. Say so, it. So this whole this whole little journey that I'm going on right now, um, I've definitely been depressed. And I, I'll tell you what, how I figured this shit out because I never knew what depression felt like, and I never knew what it was. Wait, before you continue, mm-hmm. has anybody in this conversation not? felt like they dealt with depression at some point. Oh, 100,000 percent. So, right, so we all can understand that. So you dealt with it. Oh, you dealt with it. Absolutely. All right, yeah. for sure. So, okay, so when I explain this, I'm going to tell you exactly what the person who kind of pointed this out, uh, their outlook on it, and you guys tell me where it relates. You know what I'm saying? So okay. um, a situation happened, and I was talking to him, and I was telling him about this feeling that I, I, I was getting like, Literally, I would be, you know, I would lay down instead of doing other things. Um, like this feeling of crying was all, it, it always like, it was like in waves. So I'll be doing something, I'll be cool. And then a feeling of crying will come out, you know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't cry. Yeah, it's just a feeling, yeah, the feeling. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And it, it, it was like <laughs> yeah. your heart got tight and it was just like. You didn't want to. I didn't want to do nothing. You get what I'm saying? Just take a nap and hope that when you wake up from the nap, you're not feeling that way. Right. So it was that. um, I explained to him that, and I was just like, "No." He was like, "Bro, that's that's depression." And I told, and he was like, "Yo, do you try to distract yourself with every and anything that's around you?" And I was like, "Yeah, I've been just like stuck on Netflix. And after one show, straight to the next show. And after that show, I go straight to making a song. And after that song, I feel something like uh, you know, I feel something because I'm expressing emotion. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm too vulnerable. So I go back to getting on my phone. And, and I found myself in this cycle of not really handling or thinking about what it what what the issue was. You know what I'm saying? Trying to run away from it. Oh yeah. So and and then when I didn't run away from it, like it just felt like it was eating. Eating, 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 eating. 
And he pointed it out and was like, yo, that that's depression. You know what I'm saying? I just like but I didn't know. Is that and like, it you know physically what I'm manifests too? Like right. your, your body, you will start feeling that shit. Yes. Like, yeah, yes. Right. And that's and that's kinda like the situation that I went through in terms of like, you know, my process and my like my creative process. Because I think I think that really hindered what was, you know, my expression on things. And I feel like that's an important thing for a lot of artists to understand because when you do go through that process as an artist, you're doing a lot by yourself, especially in this day and age. And I think when you look at a Mac Miller and you look at all these different type of people that create and they're doing this by themselves, I feel like that's a thing uh, that a lot of artists look over and entrepreneurs because I know everybody here is like an entrepreneur. Like that loneliness will get you in a position where it's like, like you feel depressed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and for me, I don't know how to really instill. I really don't know how to like express it and, and fix it. That's all I do is work and work and work and work. Like, how did y'all handle that? Like, how did you guys handle like getting over that type of shit? You know what I mean? It's an ongoing process for me, right? Yeah, yeah. I was about to say the same. And, and when you when you look at the worst punishment known to man, right, is what? Okay, okay. If you go to jail, right, what's even worse than jail? It's like when they put you in a hole by mm-hmm. yourself, right. We were just isolated. Right. And the reason why that's so hard is like it's hard for people to just like sit down with no distractions and just be with yourself. Right. Because all those things start to come up. All mm-hmm. those thoughts start to come up. All those doubts start to come up. Mm-hmm. And for me, like lately, like it's, it's like I said, it's been a long, crazy process, mm-hmm. especially wanting to be in front of the camera now. Mm-hmm. Because what I'm realizing is like I show everything. Right. right. But when you think about being in the hood, right? And I remember, like, if you look at a person, if you make eye contact with somebody, that was enough for a fight. Right. But why? Why are you feeling so much pain that, like, if I just see it, mm-hmm. you feel you feel that and have to, like, want to protect yourself right. from that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's, like, so much that we had to, like, unlearn and, like, remove right. from our systems that aren't really us. Because I feel like everybody's born perfect in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and we learn things and we go through experiences that traumatize us and get us to believe certain things that are not true. Right. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like having to take that time literally every day. It might not be meditation. That might be, it is so many different things that I've done personally, but that's the process. Mm-hmm. It's hard, but you have to literally manually go into your own mind, into your own mm-hmm. emotions, and then deal with it. Mm-hmm. But what you'll find is that all those different doubts and things, all those sadnesses, one they have a they have a root. Mm-hmm. And then when you look at what the cause is, mm-hmm. once you look at it, it goes away. It right. disappears. Because you realize like that wasn't even shit. Mm-hmm. The hardest part is like not dealing with it. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. And then and that like, continue become, with life yeah. and like and then it gets jumbled right. up with other right. stuff. It's drama, like a domino effect. Then, yeah. it, then it's bigger than what it really is. Right. You know? Mm. But that's part of yeah, it. Yeah, and I think I think a part of it too, like you were saying before about like with women and how you like that focus and how you would kinda like go toward that because you had some type of control. I think I went through the same thing and kinda still I'm going through it too. Mm-hmm. Because like I even got down to like going and messing around with like a, a 40, 45 year old, 46 year old, you know, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's like, nigga, what the fuck are you doing almost? You get what I'm saying? It's like, cause in, in a in the mind of a person who, who I don't want to say is not developed, but a person who kind of just don't give a fuck, that's something that, would, that you would praise. That's something that you'd be like, ah, I'm older than. Yeah. But for me, it doesn't feel good. It's like, 
like I said, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing this? Like, why do you want to go here and then this girl pass here and you're like, God damn. And then they, you know what I mean? It's like my mind sometimes goes there because I feel like that's the thing that I can kind of, like, I can capitalize on. You know what I'm saying? To kind of clarify, like, correct me if I'm wrong. It's not about the person or the, whatever the thing is that you're attracted to or that you're going after. It's about the why. Like, why right. am I doing That's what it, it is. It's I, not yet. Yeah. I love women. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's, gonna, that's not going to change. But my thing is, why am I feeling like this? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because... Am I trying to fill some type of hole? Right, right. Yeah. Because I do... I would, I would love to have just one woman and, like, just, like, trips and, like, really give myself to this. Because I've done it before. Like, seven, eight years. Just straight... Given myself, it might not have been the most developed me, mm-hmm. and I understand that. But you know, that's I still want that. It was you, the you that you had to give at the time, right? And now the me that I that I have to give now is is at a point to where it's like if you're with me, I'm gonna talk like this. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want I, we ain't talking about no crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Like we gotta we talking about building something for a child or like let's let's do something. Let's invest. Let's. Let's start a radio show. Let's do da 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 da. Let's make this shit us. You know what I'm saying? And and that looking at other females and all that shit, I try to find the why and why it's so hard for me to be like, okay, let me let me stop and try it because it's hard for me to feel right now. You know what I'm saying? And me, that's why music is so important to me because it's hard for me to feel. He just, you know I mean? bro, you just broke something down for me that I couldn't really articulate fully to yeah. people. Like, when everybody was asking me, like, well, why are you stopping to do music? Mm-hmm. And it's because I don't need it to fill that hole no more. That's why I was recording and making so much music all the time and shit. was right. because, like, I was feeling that, like, that emptiness and shit. Right. And it's real, bro. Yeah. And now that I don't really feel that emptiness anymore, I don't necessarily know what space to create from mm-hmm. musically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Definitely. So, I mean, even just this podcast, bro, I yeah. started it just to be able to have conversations like this. Yeah. And like, that's I, what I, I got to I am so grateful for y'all. Like, yeah. Y'all have no idea. Because you yeah. don't have to sit down and take the time to, like, to give me your innermost right. thoughts like that you know or share it with the world this right. way and then you and see how like, you're thankful like that i'm like that with everybody that that's why when i'm up here they use me as like the face of this place because it's like first of all i'm black so i'm gonna connect second of all like just my intention behind everything just to help artists to it, because i know what it felt like to reach out and be like, yo, let me perform, and then and not get a response. And then like, yo, let me perform. Man. Nothing? <laughs> All right, my nigga. Like, this conversation so, was literally me. You know what I'm saying? Everything you're talking about was me last night. Bro. Yeah, like, what the fuck do I do? So with, with me, I got tired of that shit. Like, I'm not about to spend three, four more years doing that shit. You're in the mix with DJ Alert. And I just need a little freedom, I need a little space Too busy running for money, got me caught up in this chase Too focused on number one and now I'm caught up in this race Feeling stagnant, like I've been stuck in the same place Cut me loose, let me live, let me breathe, let me breathe. Separate me from the city, let me, leave. let me leave It's more than what's in front of you, better believe, better believe. Meditation, medication's my relief, that's my belief I'm getting sick of the same thing Nothing never change, every day it's the same thing Niggas on the block still slanging the same drink Old heads out still sipping the same drink And I can never be a product of it I'm getting sick of the struggle, but man, you gotta love it Cause it show me how to push when it's time to shove it The feeling of moving forward, it's nothing above it Man, there's nothing above it, gone Sailing, sailing, gone Sailing, sailing, gone Sailing, sailing, gone 
and everybody want a piece now But I'm trying to leave, can I get a piece out? I'm on that, must enjoy myself But it's hard when I'm trying to employ myself Chain smoking, making sure I don't destroy myself And all these voices in my head, man, I annoy myself Shut up, and let the music speak through it I ain't never gotta say it, I let y'all speak through it huh? No weapon formed above the norm, I prosper It's going up without a sacrificial offer Life's a bitch and the rich get to toss her No cap on what they earn, but they cap in the roster 12 years of pharaoh Done with that slave shit, I make my apparel Pay for my appearance when I roll up the narrow On time, they respect the superhero Till I'm gone Sailing, Pack my backwards, now I'm slow-mo Listening to Casey and Jojo Go hoops on so I look like tech Baby mama came in with that big fat butt You only with that nigga cause it's six pack, huh? Until he punch you out and you can't get back up Every day of a macho man While I'm sitting back eating nachos, man I see you looking, baby, but I'm not your man I'm getting kinda hungry, what's the taco, man? The story of a skinny fat nigga It might seem silly, but I'm really that nigga So maybe I can take you on a date Ride in the street and play skate Sailing, so sailing, So what I did was like I asked him I was like yo Like what's up with the label Cause he Okay he hit me up On Instagram one time And just sent me An artist uh, From the Merc Park And I was like Okay they cool So you know What you send me this for He was like I don't know I'm gonna bring him into the shop To interview him Because he's interesting So so I was like, okay, cool. I was like, bro, you should just end up starting a label. So he was like, we did this already. We did management and um, agent work for certain artists because they do big ass shit. And I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So that was like, okay, cool. My mind was like, shit, y'all did this already. He talking about he could snap his finger and bring 2,000 people if you want. Hmm. I can slap, snap, uh, snap my finger and bring maybe... 40 out <laughs> You know what I'm saying Maybe 50 So I'm thinking like Okay what What is my job Like what can I do What is my position here Face I'm always talking to somebody Because I'm the guy up there That talks to everybody mm-hmm. So what is this place missing Community Okay hmm, Community So I'm bringing people here With the community da, 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 And I start thinking about How I'm struggling with like Emailing people and shit So I told him Yo let's start a label He was like That's not far fetched Get it started So I started working on designs And shit like that And I started coming up With ideas And um, they met up with me They all just came up To the front And was like Yo you have this idea You have Maple House As a, a brand Figure out how to make This music thing work 
You know what I'm saying? So after that, I switched my mind to just like, yo, let's create opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Like Selection did it. And their template is is like, come on now. Like, the, you know what I mean? Like, no offense to Joe K, because Joe K has amazing mixes, but Joe K ain't DJ Alert. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you already know how I feel about that. You get what I'm like, saying? Like, yeah. he's not, because... Even the, the, the music that that So DJ Alert Yes, my, that's my brother. The way that we like, were raised, my, yeah, like that's that's my brother brother. Um the way and this is no exaggeration, the way that we were taught to mix music, to listen to music, to present music is is God given. Like my father so blessed us. Count. Hell yeah. You get what I'm saying? He blessed us like, like I owe that man everything because of my passion. So the way that my brother mixes is like, if you were in the car and you was like, and you listen to your shit and you're like, oh shit, I forgot about this. Then the next one is, oh shit, and it's oh my god, we up here. You know what I mean? There, yeah, you it's don't like, get a break. You don't get a break. And, like, and it's and it's blended. You know, it's mm, mm, mm. you know, it's crazy. And we learned that, you know what I'm saying? So with Joe K, he's not that type of DJ. He's a person that's gonna put people on. It's smooth, radio show, you get what I'm saying? So I'm thinking like, yo, my brother does this shit and he does it great. I am a person who gets on the microphone and I, you know, I say what I say. So if we start a, a radio show, that can build community. And after that radio show, podcast, whatever the fuck is gonna come, and then that back part right there, we can have artists, then we can cater to artists and get them paid. You know what I'm saying? How many times have you performed for free? Or performed for 50 bucks, 100 bucks, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? To pay for this. This is already taken care of by that shop. Mm-hmm. Whatever I make at that shop is going straight to this man. I ain't gotta pay for shit. So now we throw an event here, all the proceeds go to the fucking artists. Like if you want to go in here and sell your merch so people can come through here and check out your merch and they buy a couple of shirts, all that shit is going to you. I don't give a fuck because I'm working here. You get what I'm saying? They're presenting me with the opportunity. So I see that as a payment. You get what I'm saying? So for me, I want to give that to other artists and myself. So when we have shit going on back here, we don't film it. We don't have the the dopest artist I'm, I'm talking about I know it's times When you get on the stage And it's like Nigga I'm going after him You know what I'm saying Like what the fuck I don't even like Performing no more You know what I mean Like it's like You know the, the talent ain't there This shit I want this shit to be Like I said Selection is the, is the template Of this shit Because they put out Dope shit But the way that we do it Is gonna be a little bit Different because I wanna be For dope ass artists Just like they are But from all sounds you know what I'm saying? And then pr- and, and provide something for artists. So we're working on PR. I have management that I can call, whatever. I'm trying to piece that together so when we do get this show and shit going, we can have a PR for artists, management for artists. Zev and Brandon, they're, they're marketing guys. So once events start happening and they can snap their fingers to get this, this, and that, we can throw we can, a broke cello. You know what I'm saying? We can throw a broke cello. Get a lot. Let's get these stages cracking. Put 50 aside every whatever every week or whatever to get this this right here this money is going straight toward the lot this money right here is going straight toward our headliner so now we now we're paying a little 1500 maybe 2000 for the headliner if you want to you know what i mean if you want to put 2000 like come on bring your people out so now we're not asking people for free 
You know what I'm saying? So like that's my whole vision with everything. Like and and that's and that is why like I like positive shit because the only thing that comes out of positive shit is great ideas. You know what I'm saying? And I can't do this shit by myself. You know what I mean? So the community, like I said, having a person that does film over there on Spalding and she lives around the corner and she's like, yo, I want to be part of the community. And I shot her out on a, a radio show and show that at the front, Saturdays and Sundays is the Melrose radio show. We may be doing it live in here so you can come in and see the shit live. You know what I mean? Just different ideas. I don't know, but these are ideas that are coming yeah, up. Come you know what I'm saying? So, all this shit can happen. Bro. And I want, and I want my, my people to be involved. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not from Melrose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm a black man from Northside Long Beach. Young Ar- Artesia. Live in Inglewood. I'm a nigga. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> like, nappy hair. I talk the way that I talk. So I want to bring that shit and the good ones to L.A. Over here on Melrose. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's the... That's why I, I like camaraderie when, when it comes to artists. Because it's, like, it's inspiring. Yeah. Even me saying this shit is just... Like, this is God. I'm this. You know what I mean? I'm not planning none of this you know what i'm saying this is just happening but this wouldn't happen if it wasn't for artists being here guarantee because this is not coming out with with tracy sitting right here with the fat ass <laughs> it's crazy bro you, <laughs> you know just said that because as you're talking i'm like Dang, this nigga is like very articulate this nigga's leveled up so much since the last Man. time I it's failing and i'm like bro. i wonder if this is like a pitch that he has already mentally prepared for yeah. when he speaks to people yeah because like you're so articulate with every Single like you see, yeah, man, because people have told me when I'm wrong. I just talked to some dude, John, and I'm telling him, Yo, I want to do this, and he's like, No, so, um, who are you going to target? Where are you going to do it at? What's going to be here? How are you going to do this? So, you've had those critical questions, right? So, I'm like, See, that's one part of the equation because it's one thing to have the answers, it's another thing to have the passion, right? And that's the God given part that you're talking about, right? Just like, like, yeah, it comes out when it needs to be presented, like, man, yeah, man. And that's artists, what people buy into. Yeah. It's like, oh, you burn, you burn. That's, yeah. that's, that's the part that can't be replicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. exactly. And that's the part that people get behind. Right, right. And I, and that fire, that fire is only sparked with me when it comes to people. Like when I see, say, I see you post something on Instagram and it's a dope ass video. It's like, oh shit. Okay, let's go. Or a picture, a photo shoot. I'm like, okay, uh, the Jetpack Movement um, podcast. Ooh, what if I did a radio show? What if I get David to do? What if, where you want to collab? You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, it keeps it going. It's like, okay, how can I involve everybody? Because you're a part of my journey. Bro. I recorded my yeah. first song with you two. You get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? I remember going to, where I live right now is up the street from where I used to take the bus from Artesia, go all the way to Inglewood to record <laughs> fucking half a song with this dude. We lucky recorded a lot of songs. You know what I'm saying? And I still you and I got like a good like four or five yeah. songs. Yeah. I, I can put out a whole Art Club Right, so, collab, and then like, the fact yeah. that you say Art Club, you exactly. already know. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like because those ad libs are still on it. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> exactly. So it's there. You know what I mean. And this is divine intervention. I, I see everything. It happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I put myself in these positions. You've been speaking a certain way since you was ten years old, and you spoke that. I never wanted to be the person that was behind the desk again. I always said I want to get out of a certain car with a laptop, and that'd be my job. Mm-hmm. I always said that since I was eleven. I didn't know what the fuck it was gonna be. But I was sitting here designing some stuff and they say, you know what? How about you um, meet up with the graphic designer here, the creative director every Tuesday so he can give you some designs to work on for the company. So just call yourself a junior uh, graphic designer whenever. 
ain't never did no graphic design in my life. I don't know. I'm on YouTube like this. Okay. Figuring it out. But the fact that I followed my heart and told my mom, nigga, I'm not working for, or my, not my mom, but my stepdad, we'll work for the post office. And, man, fuck that. Yeah. No, I'm going to go to these coffee shops and get an easy ass job. Black mom on yeah. yeah. recommend you go to work at the post office. <laughs> like, you know, hey, FedEx is hiring. FedEx is hiring. Yeah. You know, they got dental and all that shit. Like, fuck that. Yeah. Hell no. I would never, I would never stop my passion for nothing. Nothing. My dad once asked me, he was like, bro, before I started doing music, he was like, would you die for this? And I didn't know what he meant at the time. I thought he was like, would somebody kill me? No. And then he was like, this is what I mean, but would you die for what you do? He's like, I've been in situations where I'm doing a house party for uh, eight trays, right? House party for the eight trays. So this room will come in. Everybody runs to the bathroom. And they shooting up everything. They fighting and everything. We in there, everything's done. He said he prayed, I thought I was gonna die. Went outside and saw blood all over his speakers and his turntables. But in his mind, what he said was, my equipment is still here. I must be, you know, I'm alive and my equipment is still, they could have stole this shit and went to go sell this. They could have been, but it's still here. Like I'm about this shit and I'm gonna keep doing this. You know what I'm saying? Cause I provide something for people. Cause when they was here, they was grooving. Until these jackasses came in. So I provided the good part of this night. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, he asked me that. Would you die for it? Would you leave work because you got a show? Even though it doesn't pay that much, but you got a full eight-hour shift, would you leave that eight-hour shift to go perform because that's what you love to do? And you know it's an opportunity coming up? Would you die for this shit? You know what I'm saying? So I take that and I run with it. You know what I'm saying? And, And my brother does too. And that's why, like, this art shit, bro, I have nothing but love for it. Like, anybody that can contribute to this shit, like, I'm, I'm there for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so all my artists, for all my artists, I love you guys. <laughs> you guys inspire me. Um, and everybody that, that contributes to hip-hop inspires me. And it's just all love, man. It's all love, bro. Like, all love. All love. Are we doing outro? We can like this If you wanna hijack everything you need Probably wouldn't fight back I'll be crawling right back Never could resist all your bullshit Staring at your ass but who really wouldn't We ain't had a session in a cool minute Hurry up so I can act a fool with it How you come alive in the nighttime? I love our conversations cause we're like-minded Be my Cinderella if the shoe fits Let me teach you something, go to school with it I've been waiting all day long I'm on my way from PC I let you know my ETA I'm yeah, on my I'm way right I'm checking on you cause it's getting late now I watch you bust it open on the FaceTime I hope you come around if you're cool with it Ex nigga didn't know what to do with it Now you should worry about a comma Not a nigga that you need You ain't gotta fight this shit cause you like it If you wanna hijack everything you need I probably wouldn't fight back I'll be crawling right back I never you resist on your bullshit Staring at your ass like who really would We ain't had a session in a cool minute Hurry up so I can act the fool